Hello again, loyal listeners, and hello to our new followers. I'm Top Toes. And I am Any. Thank you for joining Oh Those Toes. And this is episode 208. So before we get into what we want to get into, um, I actually want to touch on something we discussed earlier today when we were discussing what we were going to do here. Um, one, to our listeners who pay close attention, we did expect to have a guest. And then uh, Texas screwed us up. <laughs> so uh, a lot of you know any is out that way um and with intermittent blackouts and such we decided we couldn't commit to a specific time for our guest so we had to put them off um and then we knew that we could get together uh, you know at a moment's notice and put this together for you so those of you looking forward to the guest we've teased a few times Hopefully, you'll hear her next week. Yeah. Um, but this week, um, you know, like we do, the, the, the chats between episodes and, uh, you know, basically almost a daily chat between us. It's awesome. Um, we come up with these crazy ideas. And one of these crazy ideas brought up was uh, some, uh, any really wanted to try to do uh, a YouTube-based, maybe not every episode, um, but, you know, on occasional do one where there's some YouTube and there's some something for you to see as well as here, you know, for our fans who enjoy YouTube and whatever, or to expand our fan base to YouTube. And then I realized on my drive home today, I don't know that I will successfully be able to do a podcast while we're on some sort of interactive video platform and I am just staring at your feet for 90 minutes. I might just be like, You won't, though, because you don't really, you won't be watching it. I think you'll be like, you know, looking at your notes or looking elsewhere. Like, I feel like you'll get used to to that. <laughs> Fetish desensitization? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, okay. So, so let's back up a little bit. Um, I <clears throat> was doing some homework and, um, you know, after our, our foot party, uh, which I really enjoyed, right? We've already gone over that. And I found some um, podcasts on YouTube. And I mean, I hear it all the time, right? Um, and I always wondered, like, how they do it when they're not in the same room or, you know, when they don't actually show their faces, like it's just audio. Um, and I came across uh, one podcast specifically that I'm going to choose not to name, Especially um, when I think we're going to mock them in the second half. We, we really are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and... this one podcast that we don't like is launching an entire episode. Well, I mean, it triggered something, right? It did. Um, it triggered a few things, and that's great. Right, yeah. Um, they're, they're all sort of, some of them are in the negative. I, so, I'm not going to... Uh, you know, criticize their podcast um, for anything other than how it pertains to our sort of side of the world and our community, right? Which is the foot fetish. That's what we focus on. That's what we love. That's what we do. Spoiler Um, alert. We're a foot fetish podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have a foot fetish, fucking listen anyway, because we are amazing. (laughs) 
you don't have uh, you a foot know. fetish, you'll have one by the time you get through three episodes. Yeah. Or, or, you know, you'll be so interested, you'll go out and, and, and do some experimenting. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, so, um, you know, and we have, and I also, I have to bring up, uh, our conversations usually happen during our lunch hours and, uh, during our lunch hours, we have to have Taco Bell when we talk. I, we've mentioned it before. It's, and It's an insanity. Uh, you know, at first I think I noticed <laughs> that um, I w- you'd say, what are you having for lunch? And I said, Taco Bell. And then it was like, what are you having for lunch? I'm like, same thing I always have to when I talk to you, Taco Bell. And then right. it would be the phone call would start while I was driving to lunch. And you're like, I feel like I must have Taco Bell. <laughs> We're on the phone, yeah. And then there was a couple of times when, like, I was having Taco Bell, too. We're like, what? I'm having Taco Bell, too. Like, ordering at the same time. So, um, you know, for the record, I am not, and and I don't think you are either, like, huge fans. I mean, it's not, like, our go-to, right? Like, the, the Taco Bell is not my go-to, only because it's so carby and so heavy, and it makes me so sleepy because it's delicious, right? It's, it's convenient <laughs> and reliable. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Because there's a couple places around there, um, you know, that offer like sandwiches and salads and stuff, but they're not always reliable. It just depends on who's in the kitchen. So I sometimes don't want to deal with that. And Mm -hmm. Taco Bell's like right around the corner. And now I think it's our staple. I feel like coincidence has led us to like, now it's our thing. Now we have to have Taco Bell. So um, since Taco Bell can build an entire marketing campaign around basically stoners without saying it right <laughs> drinks that make no sense on this planet the 3 a.m food run uh baja blast uh, convenient <laughs> 79 cent food you can eat by going through the change in your change cup in your car they're totally their marketing campaign is built around stoners so them being associated with the foot fetish podcast it doesn't seem so far right (laughs) but you know i'm an expensive bitch i always get like the meal and it ends up costing me like 12 bucks because Uh, i'm i like i'm very particular about what i want i love their chalupas or you know i I consistently get out of there for seven dollars and some change (laughs) and i'm totally satisfied (laughs) i think i eat like a stoner Oh, God. Yeah. So um, on the podcast, though, during the recording of the podcast, we do not have Taco Bell. We do um, not. We can't. Uh, we have, well, you have Too gin crunchy. and tonic. No, I don't even have a gin and tonic tonight. I've got a bottle of water and I've got a filthy chai. Um, I have boiled water. <laughs> the, because we six ran Six minutes out of- ago when we were talking about the... Um, <laughs> the current utilities crisis in texas uh yeah i we we have running water now but there's been this uh you know citywide announcements that we should be boiling our water because they could have parasites in them and there's literally i literally watched a video on the yeah because the san antonio water water. yeah (laughs) it's disgusting city water is only clean because it's in constant motion uh big problem all right But, but um you were yeah, talking about so... <laughs> what you liked about this YouTube podcast. So we're so everywhere right now. Um, we are scattered. It's just that we talk about so many things. I mean, really, like, ask yourselves, how can we possibly fill an hour and change, right? An hour and 20 minutes, usually, of us gabbing 
when we've already talked before the podcast starts to record and we've talked for days before that and days after that and I don't know how we're not sick of each other I (laughs) I don't well because we're awesome but yeah um, yeah yeah, if we ever become bored of each other this podcast just dies because it does require this hour to 90 minutes that you're hearing um probably another two hours the day of and intermittent through the week in between um not to mention all of my messages oh yeah and that's even tougher because you know i'll send you a dm on one platform and then you'll lose your account there and i'll have to remember what the (laughs) heck i said or how about your favorite when you send me a message on one platform and then i respond on a completely different one and then we completely (laughs) yep (laughs) Yeah, and we, oh, we refer to the loss of uh, of platforms or accounts on uh, well on the platform on Instagram as the badge of honor. Um, I got three takedown notices today. Um, <gasps> Did you on your account? Yes, and wow. um, one was reported as bullying. It was a picture of a uh, pantyhose clad souls. I'm not sure what in that post was bullying. So I'm guessing that uh, I've got some sort of anti-stalker going on there. And uh, oh, somebody's gosh. just reporting my stuff just to be malicious. Love it. See, uh, and, and people think that, you know, and I think this was really popular amongst models a couple of years ago. Um you know, uh, foot pages reporting other foot pages just because they're jealous and no one will admit they're jealous, but that's really what it is, right? Some people just can't handle that someone is slightly, not even better, just different. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, you know, this one's getting too much attention and I want that attention, so I'm going to report it. Not me. I would never do that. I've never done that. Um, But I think when you, you know, get catty and you start reporting other people's pages, you're not, you're not hurting them. And sure, maybe eventually their page will get, you know, shut down. But, but you're not only hurting them, you're hurting yourself. Because now you've made our community, you've made the foot community, you know, dramatic and problematic. Mm. And, it, and it isn't just Instagram. I've noticed some of the people who get uh, <laughs> taken down can get taken down on other platforms. You know, we joke that Twitter's kind of the Wild West, but... Um... I've seen people lose their page on Twitter and Twitter has the same terms of service as Instagram, but nobody's monitoring it. So if you get taken down on Twitter, someone's basically uh, it's malicious reporting. I, and... I just can't think of how you've had your page for so long. And I mean, you really don't post anything yeah, inappropriate. Nearly, nearly you five years. Yeah. And you don't post anything inappropriate and you don't even comment anything inappropriate and your hashtags are very sort of probably the worst one is foot fetish that you tag well i don't even i haven't used that one in years used to use foot fetish community now lately i'm i'm totally no hashtag because every hashtag i used to use was on the blacklist now right yeah so i you know guys you're if our hate if the haters are listening you're doing a disservice to yourself it's fucked up and I'm a strong believer in karma. I really am. So, you know, good luck to you. But <laughs> and I, I you hope just it's just a me, warning. <clears throat> you just gave me the best segue into our main spot. 
but we're not ready for it yet because you still haven't gotten what the YouTube uh, idea out of your head. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so this, 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 this podcast started, um, it looks like eight months ago, right? So this is, I don't know, June, right? Sometime June, July. And um, it's a, a male and a female and they're obviously friends and they are just discussing sort of random everyday things. There's no, like, this is a podcast about, and there's no subject. It's just them talking and sometimes it's politics and sometimes it's like shoes and sometimes it's clothes. Sometimes it's kids. I mean, it's just so random. Mm, um, thank goodness we came up with a topic. Otherwise we would be that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we're interesting. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, you know, like they've got like 50 views or like 30 views. It's very, very. And in one of the episodes, um, the, the female co-host says um, that she had someone, uh, some foreigner is the way she says it, um, offer her money for her, uh, for uh, pictures or videos of her feet, something about her feet. And so they stay on this topic for a few minutes um, and they move on to the next thing. And that uh, they hashtagged it foot fetish. And I think that episode got so many likes or so much attention, so many views that they then took this six minute um, segment, like the six minute conversation about foot fetish and made it an entire episode. And hashtag the shit out of it, like foot fetish, foot fetish community, feet, feet, like just 20 million hashtags involving, you know, the foot fetish. And so this is, oh, because it's uh, YouTube. YouTube has the hashtagging. I right. I don't think our platform, or at least our platforms universally don't function in hashtags. So I don't think we have, we've hashtags on the um, tags on the, uh, on the content of the entire podcast as a whole, but not uh, episode for episode. Well, they hashtag it on the episodes on Spotify, too, because I did a little bit of, you know, I fell down the rabbit hole and I did a little bit of, you know, stalking mm. uh, <laughs> because I was curious. I was like, wow, that's a that's quite a big jump. They went from 50 listens to 3000. Right. Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> so. OK. Self. Hashtags on the Spotify. Um, I. I I don't know if it worked. I mean, I can't see on the Spotify, but definitely on, on YouTube. Um, and so then, so then there's a six minute, you know, and it's nothing really fetishy other than the guys, some foot fetishist is offering her money. And then, you know, the next um, episode, uh, they, they call it not a foot fetish podcast. They literally call it not a foot fetish podcast. And, and then they hashtag the shit out of it with feet and they do not talk about feet at all. And then, um, then the next one, they call it like might be a foot fetish podcast or something like that. And they are both displaying their feet. They've got what they call a foot cam and she's got her feet up and he's got his feet up and they don't know a damn thing about the foot fetish and i don't know if you heard that sound but that was me pounding my 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 own palm so we uh (laughs) we we get a call into the show and school them well you know i 
initially I thought that and I left a comment on their YouTube and I was like, hey, like I'm a foot fetishist and this is what we do on our podcast. Like have a listen. I'd be glad to like fill you in or whatever. And initially I thought it was kind of cute because this is what the podcast is about, right? I want to normalize and I want to educate and I want people who have this a crazy idea of what the foot fetish world is like. Um, like when somebody says I like feet, they automatically, you know, we've, we've talked about this multiple times. They think it's that weirdo that goes around sniffing feet in the street or whatever. And so, you know, so that was kind of where I was going with it. I thought, Oh, this is really cute. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to help them out. Like maybe we could be guests or whatever. Cause you know, we're, we're podcast whores. Um, and... I think I think we're podcasters <laughs> supporting the podcast community, but also horse. Um, and, and but then they're like next, like the the next one and the next one and the next one after that was all sort of a foot fetishy title. Um, and you know, at some point he says something like, you know, he, ha- he was having sex with his wife and his feet kind of went to his face and they were kind of smelly and he, and he was a little bit turned on by it. And he goes back to the pheromones. I'm sure, I'm sure he's not, I mean, he might have a foot fetish and he doesn't realize it or he's not ready to come out with it yet. Um, But you know, it, it, as I kept listening, like I was sort of skimming through all of their episodes, I was getting really upset um, and really annoyed by I just kept thinking to myself, the audacity that these people are using our foot fetish community to boost their numbers on their, on their podcast. Um, and, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're hashtagging all the foot fetish hashtags. They've started displaying. And then they quickly learned that nobody wants to see his feet, right? So the next episode is just her showing her feet. And she's gorgeous. She's a really beautiful girl. And she has cute feet. Um, but you know, by the, you know, fifth time that they, you know, plug the foot fetish community, they're, they're labeling all of their episodes, foot fetish and foot fetish satisfiers is what they call themselves. And the cameras is all on her feet. Um, and there's literally not a single mention about the foot fetish in within the episode, other than you know, at some point he's ranting about politics and, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this stuff, which is really, you know, important. Um, and we should definitely talk about those things. But don't well, I'm not sure say, you know, I should talk about those things. We can talk about it to ourselves. It's a little outside of our uh, scope. Right. No, I mean, like, just in general, like, as a society, society we should, should talk, talk about absolutely, these things. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, however, um, you know, he says, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he says, so my gosh and I wrote this down because I really wanted to okay he says so foot fetish crowd let's get a like come on go and hit those likes my foot fetish crowd and then he moves on to talk about you know you know whatever the governor or whatever he's talking about and that's literally all that is said this is I'm going to coin a phrase right now this is the the foot fetishist exploitation that we've touched on, that I've railed against, that absolutely we we're gonna 
because it's not a kink shaming situation. Um, it's, it's a person and it's an attitude shaming situation. There is nothing worse than the fake foot model. The fake foot fetish girl who's in it for the fun, fame, and money that they eventually find doesn't actually exist. So we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of that right after this. Ladies, did you know that you can make thousands of dollars a day just because you have feet? No, that's bullshit. And this isn't an ad. But that is the attitude that's bringing so many people into our community that don't understand our community, don't want to be part of our community, don't understand the word community. And this is why in, within this world, there is a subset of people I hate i i will go on record and say i hate the fake foot yeah. fetish foot models now disclaimer let me just um there are i'm gonna say like half of the people that i follow and admire don't actually have a foot fetish but or, or at least didn't start off that way but i will say um the the more successful ones are ones that have engross themselves in it they've studied it they've done their homework they um they're an asset to the community despite the fact that you know um getting their feet worshipped i don't what is the word we're using for this using their feet we find a better one we're going to use worship (laughs) we're going to use and yes you're right um my my use of the word fetish in that sentence isn't quite Right. Because, no, you don't expect the average um, foot model, if if that's the industry term. I'm not even a fan of that. But the average woman in our foot fetish community herself doesn't have a foot fetish because that would technically mean that she finds sexual attraction to other feet. That's not what we're saying is is the problem or isn't the problem. Plenty of women in our community don't have the don't have a fetish themselves. Well, I think that they they don't like other feet, but they enjoy the foot play. Like we've had some of our guests say that they could never date a man that would not involve the feet. So to me, that's very foot fetish. That's even if they don't like any other foot in the world, but their own. Yes. That's still very foot fetishy. They Um, have found their place to enjoy the foot fetish of others at the very least. Yes. Uh, they enjoy the attention to their feet. They enjoy interacting with the foot fetish community. They enjoy showing off their feet. Absolutely. The conversations yeah. with the men who have foot fetish. Some of the conversations. The, they understand the it. They don't judge they it. They understand it. it. Or they understand that they don't understand it, but it's something they have an honest curiosity for. Right. They are not, and I'm seeing so many of them. I got into this because somebody told me I could make a lot of money off my feet. Well, one, that person lied to you. <laughs> that person sold one set of pictures very quickly and told their entire, you know, everyone in their phone book and then never sold anything again and was like, oh, I guess not. <laughs> I know plenty of women who sell foot fetish content and other 
um, fetish-related paraphernalia. Cell-used nylon, cell-used socks. Absolutely, I get involved with um, shooting photos and videos with them. There's the fans are great, and they some of them will spend good money for uh, a product that speaks to them from a person that speaks to them. And I don't mean literally talking. I mean you know that there's some sort of energy connection mm-hmm. with, right? But it's also sporadic. It's fits and starts. It's, you know, and I know plenty of people do okay on their OnlyFans, but they're not Bella Thorne. And fuck (laughs) Bella Thorne for ruining OnlyFans. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Can you fill in our... (laughs) That was such a flash in the pan that people might not even remember. Fuck Bella Thorne at this point. So can you remind our, our viewers who this twat waffle is well so so bella thorne i only knew from shake it up right she was like one of those disney stars and then she does um uh like she did that duff movie and she does like little sort of teeny bopper movies i feel like um she's the actress celebritard yes uh and she from what i understand and someone may correct me on this because i didn't do too much research on this but from what I understand, she um, had an OnlyFans that she charged for, and then she did a pay-per-view. And the pay-per-view is, you know, sort of, so you've paid your monthly fee, you know, to subscribe, and then she's got all this other extra stuff that you can buy that's optional, that's not part of the uh, membership. Yeah, I think we um, right. call it paywalled content. And so she insinuated that it would be nudes is, is from, is what I understand. Or she said, she said, or insinuated, but you know, hundreds of thousands of people paid $200 or $250 to open this set of pictures or videos, whatever it was. She set a platform record. I think she made a million dollars in that day. And then the very next day she set a platform record for chargebacks. Yes, exactly. Because she, in fact, did not have any nudes and gave them whatever bikini shots it was. And so all of these poor people that spent hundreds of dollars to see her naked didn't get to see her naked. So they put in their claims to get their money back. Um, Some of that may have been buyer's remorse. I mean, even if even yeah, if I'm she sure. did show the nudes, I think once there are men out there that once like as they have their dick in their hand, they will do whatever for that orgasm. Um, but once it's over, they're like, oh, wait a second. That wasn't such a great idea. So I'm, I'm sure <laughs> once the once the word hit the street that people were charging back, there are some people who never thought that, that was an option and said, oh, fuck, yeah. And some people yep. probably just did it out of absolute hate for the publicity stunt that it was. Right. Um, and and so, we fight so hard for the rights of our sex worker friends, and this freaking celebutard just like nearly blows up the platform that's probably the most reliable for sex workers to safely mm-hmm. provide photo and video content because we know Instagram's not a Twitter illegal, Instagram illegal, and. And more, more importantly, it's a safe way. You know, it keeps people um, 
out of studios, you know, dealing with these, you know, shitty producers or whoever these people are, you know, and, and off the streets, like they're doing it from their own studio and their own home and their own boss. And this is probably the easiest way to do that. But now, so now what OnlyFans has done is they've limited the amount that you can charge per, you know, your pay-per-view or whatever. Yeah. So all of these other, you know, yeah, we. I mean, I understand people. why they did that, but that's you know that yeah, fucked it for all these other like there's housewives or you know and, <laughs> some, and significant and legitimate sex workers who could theoretically demand that amount of money and will give you the content worth that amount of money exactly. And and now they can't, and now they've got to change their business model again. Maybe exactly. Maybe split the content into smaller paywalls, but nonetheless, they got to just go and change it. And we don't, on this show, we don't use the term sex worker that often. Although a lot of what we talk about is sex work. It's, so would you say that I'm a sex worker? Um, insofar as you provide spank bank material in photographic <laughs> and video format that you receive money for, um... You are creating, yes, right? perfectly legally creating pornography, and that does make you a sex worker. And that is why Instagram comes down on us so hard. Um, technically, they should. Uh, this one we have said, I am therefore a human trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the term digital pimp, especially if you've seen the words of the Matrix. <laughs> You're a digital pimp. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Especially with out of the kindness, out of the kindness of your heart, you help models make money sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, you're the unpaid digital pimp. That's what's going on. I am. I am. Um, I, you know, yeah. there's like, some perks <laughs> and, and some reimbursements and stuff when I shoot. But you know, overall, no, I'm not charging cash money. I'm not making cash money, but. Um, yeah, I I am yeah. I am part of the sex work industry too. I would more if we're going to use sex work terms then I'm I'm sort of a producer. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mhm. I am a except you're, except you're not taking advantage of 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 No, people. and that's and that's so. where pimp is the bad term because pimp is always associated with taking advantage of taking your cut, etc. Um, you know, I'm much more of a producer. Um but and I'm also and everybody, people will always point this out i am uh i am a defender lately i've forced to become a defender of the rights of the sex work um and thankfully there are a lot of champions out there like me i'm not alone i'm not a unique snowflake in that regard um and i well which is why it really bothers me when these men you know pay five or ten dollars the nominal amount for a video and then they go and plaster it on all of these other porn sites. Yes, yes. I, God, that guy yes, kills the me. Theft by dilution. If you did that with a stock, you would be stealing. But you do it with a video, and it is. It's. Uh, I mean, there's, there is reasons why that is perfectly illegal. Um, legitimate laws that prevent the unauthorized redistribution of copyrighted material <laughs> but excuse me expect the courts to uphold the rights of copyrighted material of pornography even though it's perfectly legal 
forget it. Right. Yep. So we have to police ourselves. Um, and kind of Which lost is... the wonderful segue, but I did want to mention in talking about people who stand up for the normalization of sex work, wanted to uh, mention Strip by Sia. I think we mentioned last week. We did, yes. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, timing of the drop of the episode on the shore, but the recording is soon, and we're excited to get involved with somebody who is um, as passionate about her corner of the community, which is a little more sex work generic, whereas is definitely the, the foot fetish. But, um, you know, like-mindedness and really happy to see it hopeful to see what uh, becomes of that episode yeah me too oh she's great she's got a great podcast so if you haven't if you didn't write it down from last episode um, definitely go check her out stripped by sia she's got great guests and she's fun and she's great yeah yeah we'll uh we'll put her in the show notes for this one because we didn't last time and <clears throat> and so just going back a little bit onto this podcast that i found that i'm super annoyed by um by the like fourth or fifth time that they you know steal the foot fetish hashtag and you know exploit our followers or foot followers but um she's got they open uh an instagram page and i think a twitter or something and by like the seventh or eighth time that they um, are plugging the foot fetish community. They're asking for these ridiculous things. Like they're like, tell your followers to buy you tell your follower to buy you a PS five and tell your follower to buy us new computers. And, you know, and, and it really bothers me because they're taking advantage of like, there's, there might be someone out there that is so obsessed with her feet that they would buy something like that for her. There could be, you know, but the problem is that for me, the problem is not that this guy's going to spend his hard earned money. No, the problem for me is that she doesn't care to cater to the foot fetish community. She doesn't know anything about it. She doesn't care to learn it she doesn't care that she's taking advantage of anyone. And I feel like they're kind of taking advantage of, of all of these people. And she's, she's bringing nothing positive to our community because really first and foremost, there is no understanding in their head that we are a community. Other than foot fetish crowd, go hit like, right. That's not, (laughs) that's not, that's not supporting anyone, but your own pocket. Cause Maybe Mountain Dew's paying them three cents an episode. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you I like Mountain. Well, I don't like Mountain Dew, but if they want to support us, I'm totally fine. God, I, I didn't love mean Mount- to disparage. Okay, any love Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. <laughs> We're not disparaging Mountain Dew. Plus, we mentioned them already with our love of Taco Bell. Yeah, uh, I yeah, just don't drink soft drinks, so it's kind of a, a non- diet. Mountain Dew is really hard to find. So. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so, you know, um, they end up sort of making, like, their next 10 episodes foot-related. They have a, a JOI episode. They have <clears throat> um, 
they tell the followers to like bust the nut to her, you know, feet on the camera, but they don't talk about anything at all about the foot fetish other than telling us, you know, buy us a PS3 or whatever. And, you know, I, it, now that we're talking about possibly do, you know, crossing over to YouTube and seeing, I, I almost now relish the moment I will be able to tell a, a, a listener to bust a nut. Now, now I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Right for those of you viewing. <laughs> Come on, yeah, episode twenty seven, the live JOI. That is that will just be proof that we have completely run out of things to talk about. Well, you know, we could do it. It could be a little gift to our male listeners, the ones that enjoy the the JOIs. We could do that. Um, <laughs> just like your female listeners want from- to hear you read erotica. Yeah, I just recently got another comment on how hot the Christmas story was. And I'm like, it's February, girly, but okay. <laughs> she had some catch up to do. Yeah. Um, Wait yeah, until so we get this... to St. Patrick's Day stories. <laughs> so, but he, so back to, the, um, to the, the little YouTube podcast that I found. Here's the kicker. Here's where I really just like, this is what really pissed me off. Is that. As they're sitting there exploiting the foot fetish community, they also make fun of it. Like, it's not, you know, at some point the guy says, this isn't only a foot fetish podcast. This is also a podcast about, and then he goes into politics, right? And I was like, okay, well, when did this turn into a foot fetish, you know, podcast other than you're exploiting the community? But what really, really bothered me. The worst of it is that they make fun of the fetish. And it's one thing if you're, if you like, you didn't know about it and now you do. So you're breaking into it. Like that's fair, right? Like you're learning about it and you're becoming an asset to the community. Great. But um, they're making fun of it. And that just really bothers me because how can you, I don't know, how can you like judge something and make fun of the people that you're, like these are the people that are clicking your likes and these are the people that are now listening to you or watching because you know you're yeah. showing feet it's it's the um the the quote oh. misattributed to pt barnum and he never <laughs> said it and he wouldn't um there's a sucker born every day the the idea that people have always attributed to Barnum is that he had, he held his audience in no esteem and believed them all to be suckers and was just swindling them. Barnum wasn't a snake oil salesman. He definitely had some interesting ideas on what entertainment was, but he wasn't a snake oil salesman. These people are. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe one day they'll listen to this. And, and I really thought about whether I was going to talk about their podcast or not, or if we were just going to sort of generalize all of this stuff, but I thought we were just going to generalize, but you just came uh, in here heated about, but it just, it just, it just bothered me so much because there are those of us and even then that's why I put that, that, that little disclaimer in there, even the women that don't actually have a foot fetish, they don't, the, the ones that really like the ones that you said, like, I hate those people are the ones that make fun of it. Like, I mean, it's yeah. one thing if it, it's one thing if if a person specifically enjoys humiliation, right? So, 
Um, I, I get you do a good so job many humiliating to cater to the person who enjoys it. These people just view their audience as suckers. Yes. And now I'm not even talking about this one podcast. I'm really talking about the whole crop of the, the fake foot fetish models. Yeah. They, they really believe that it's fast, easy money. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's a shame. Um, like taking sure candy from a baby. Other, I'm sure it exists in other communities. <laughs> I just only see it in ours. Um, and it's just, it's an absolute shame. Well, it goes back to it being a submissive, almost a submissive fetish, right? I yes. think it goes back to that. I think. Well, there's, there's another fetish, a truly misunderstood fetish, um, financial domination. Um, you know, you're, you're not a financial dominant just because you demand things, monetary gifts from people. Um, and there are selectively few actual financial submissives who that's their fetish. And those who truly know how to cater to that fetish do it with a certain a kindness, a compassion, a control hidden below the surface of a sort of viciousness. Um, and I think people, especially the new crop, definitely blend the two pretty hard. They think yeah. that they think that foot fetishism and findom go hand in hand. Um, and I think personally, I believe they're as far from uh, somehow the idea. There's probably like one dude out there who likes feet and financial servitude and he just ruined it for everybody. No, you didn't say <laughs> the first person who thought that you were a cash cow did. There's a significant right. difference. And I have had a couple of those that I've played with, but they've been, I don't think it's like, they haven't been like pay pigs, like they like to call them. And, and you can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was thinking that we've literally had the conversation and I'm thinking back to how ungodly hard I was on you, this random lunchtime conversation, you know, just railing into you about your absolute uh, obligation to, to being moral in this and you're like no 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 it's fine it's i'm like because i just i I get heated about that i do (laughs) i do remember that actually um but i you know one of so one of the things that i've always done is i never want to leave somebody worse off than when i find them right and so the few people that i've had these sort of serious dealings with where they've been, you know, my, my, you know, virtual slaves or whatever, because I don't keep them in person. Um, no, I made in sure your house are for your menagerie, not for your, uh, <laughs> um, I've made sure one of the first things that I say is like in my instructional videos with how they're going to blow their, you know, Latin, all of their extra money is one of the very first things that I do is I say, you're going to pay this bill and this bill and this bill, like their own, not mine. Right. And I say, you're going to make sure that, you know, all of your necessities are met. You're going to buy your groceries. You're going to buy this. You're going to do this. And whatever's left over, like that's mine. And, and some people I've been judged by this, by other models. We've had, there's a few conversations that come to mind where they're like, fuck them. I don't give a fuck whether they have food to eat or not. That's their problem if they're going to be stupid. 
And I just can't think that way. I'm like, no, I, a, I have to take it. He's, if he's a, too stupid to take care of himself, it's my a responsibility. Good a good dominant always has a great responsibility. They're submissive. Yes. And we, we mentioned it briefly um, when we were talking rope with Ash and a couple others. Um, you know, the rope top especially uh, has a great deal of obligation to the safety of their bottom, their bunny, as you uh, yeah. learned the term and enjoyed. I think the same is true of almost every stripe of dominant and financial dominant. If you're a good one, absolutely, possibly more so than many. Yeah, I, I can't claim, you know, to have all this experience and I can't claim to have all the answers. I would never. But that's just the few that I've dealt with. That's how I deal with them. And I've have, I haven't had any kind of training. I actually kind of wish that I, you know, um, like Susan talks about the way she was trained and the way she was trained. And I'm like, I don't have anybody that's been able to train me. Mm. And I kind of wish that <laughs> I, I did. Somebody, but... Was it one of our guests um, thought you because you had the, uh, the a quote on one of your pages of I was a pro dom in another life and somebody thought that meant that oh, you actually were a former pro dom right yes it was um it was one of our fan questions it was our fan mail oh is that what it was yeah yes. yeah no i gosh when i say that in another life i was a dominatrix i just mean like i i'm attracted to that i kind of you know lean towards that and yeah, in another life also, i would be but I, and it's it's a sort of wistful um thought of the you know if i could have gotten into this for real, I would have learned so much more. Right. And I think yeah. the fact that you always want to learn is great. Um, and actually, I think it's part of what makes the uh, makes what we do so much fun. You are a big researcher. You always want to learn more about the various kinks. And um, well, you know, I it's like that about everything. In uh, which is why I'm such a good employee. I'm such a good wife. I'm such a good Mom, you know, um, I'm not just bragging here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I, I really like to do things. I like to be good at things. Um, so, and I like to know, like, I don't like to sound foolish. I don't like to be ignorant. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what I don't know. And so that's why when I don't know, if you t- throw a term out there and I don't know it, I'll ask you. Absolutely. Because, you know, you know, and in, it, you and I both simultaneously represent our ourselves and our audience. So they can't stop us in the middle of a spiel and say, oh, I didn't catch what that is. But right. hopefully if one of us drops something. The other one has the chance to say, maybe not everybody understands what that is. And we do. We did say that we were going to do that more. Um, yes, we did. Explain our words more. But it's. We forget because we we talk about it all the time. So sometimes we forget. But we are That's open. That's why our mailboxes to... are always open. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. We are open to, you know, questions and suggestions and um, commentary. And you don't have to write it. You can go in right onto our, um, on our bios and our website. There's a place where you can go and record. Um, and and we'll be. I'm... Oh, sorry. That was the same. We'll be happy to air it. Yes. Um <laughs> But the other thing is we always say, yeah, send, you know, send us a message for a question for the podcast. 
you know what? Also, if you if you're not looking for a question to be talked about on the podcast, if you're literally listening right now and you're like, "Ooh, I didn't understand what that was," just shoot us a message and we'll happily answer you back. What it what? I mean, if you just something on the podcast will make more sense to you if you get a personal clarification. We don't have to call you out on the air and say so and so from Texas didn't understand what cuckoldry was. Right. <laughs> or if it is something like that, maybe we'll find a chance to really talk about it. Um, I um, mean, who knows? Maybe we can make a whole episode of, out of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just brought up cuckoldry. We haven't said that word on the air before. And that, for some reason, has a nice little crossover with foot fetishism. Yeah, we can... Don't well, uh, let's uh, take a quick break. And when we come back, you can explain to us what that is. Okay. All right, so we're back. So, Top, explain to us what is a cuckold? What is a cuckold? Um, <laughs> good question. It's not something I have any... Um, no, actually, I, I kind of do have a tiny bit of just dabbling, uh, not as a cuckold. Um, so, cuckolding is the idea of... And it's almost always expressed in a in a femme. Well, it's, it's a double dominant situation. God, I'm, I'm talking in circles here. <laughs> so a cuckolding relationship. Generally, we're going to stay with uh, heteronormative terms on this just for explanation. Um, it is a semi dominant or almost switchy wife with a submissive husband. And the third person usually referred to as the bull. Uh, it is the idea that the wife has the husband, or at least the fantasy is the wife has the husband who uh, cannot satisfy her needs. Uh, he is sometimes then kept in chastity or kept in a state of celibacy uh, while the wife fucks around on him. Um, sometimes it extends to the wife uh, fucking around on him with him in the room. Uh, either in chastity or masturbating, depending on... There's all kinds of permutations and situations. And for some reason, it definitely... It dips a lot or often dips into the foot fetish world. Um, definitely playing on the male submissive foot fetish stereotype. Uh, and an even greater foot stereotype that we try to eschew, but it is part of our fetish world with the um, the sort of the male foot fetishist is a sort of mm, beta cuck. Well, there's the term beta cuck where it comes from that the male foot fetishist is a, uh, and not substantial man, not a foot, not a fetish that a lot of us uh, necessarily, well, we can agree with it. We don't necessarily subscribe to it for ourselves, but, so that ends up with these scenarios of the man, the the cuckold is allowed to service his hot wife is the is the correct term feet while she has actual sex with the bull. And <laughs> there is cuckolding 101 and why uh, it crosses over into the foot fetish realm. Why it came to my head as a random example of something, I do not know. But, you know, hey, we get to inform. 
Well, but that's the, that's the beauty of our fetish. That's the beauty of the foot fetish is that it, it dips its toe into everything. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. There's just like little extensions everywhere, which I love. I mean, I really do. It's the most common, but it's also, I feel like the most, one of the most, I don't know, versatile ones. Like we can, I mean, and that's why we have all these like uh, episodes. Yeah. That's why we'll never run out. Yeah. We're never going to run out of. (laughs) Maybe one day we can uh, have a, a a trio of guests of um, hot wife, cuck and bull. And uh, they can tell us everything I told you wrong about it. No, I not wrong, but there's plenty. I don't know about it. Um, Well, there's, there's definitely a lot of um, different ways that it could work. You know, like there's there's also kind of like the the Dom husband where he's like sort of directing, you know, but and he's not allowed to sleep with anybody else, but the wife is. I I don't know. There's just yes, so many. Yeah, the the, the cup topping topping from the bottom. There's a a variant called stag where the um the male is not necessarily submissive. Uh, he enjoys the wife sleeping with other people as well. It's sort of a a sort of polyamory with a sort of dominant directive Mm -hmm. kind of thing to it so i've been i just uh was watching jack ryan jack ryan is a show on amazon prime um and it's it's, that based on the tom clancy books it's the same jack ryan that was in hunt for red october although obviously played by somebody else i don't know i think um I only know that I watched sort of a, a part of it. Like, I think I only watched one episode. My husband's watching it. Um, but it's with the guy from The Office whose name escapes me right now. God. I can't remember his name. Whatever. Okay, and this so... is why we don't professionally do a movie <laughs> and TV. We always end up bringing movies and TV into our podcast, but we couldn't do a movie TV podcast because well, we're terrible uh, with actors' names. I don't have um, life experience in this part, so I'm going to resort to what I see on TV. Why not? But, but I was watching it, you know, and um, there's a couple like in a casino, I think it is, and she flirts with um, one of the soldiers and her, the husband and the soldier go back to their room and she hits on him pretty hard. And they, he's like, no, no, your husband's in the other room. And she's like, it's okay. So, you know, they're making out on the couch. The husband pulls up a chair and sits directly in front of them and just watches. And the guy's like, all right. You know, so he like, you know, has sex with the wife and, um, the wife gets up and she says to the husband, you know, go easy on him. And she goes into another room. The husband then takes off his belt and beats the shit out of him. Well, that's an interesting and like, twist And then like it. hands him a wad of cash. It was like, you earned it. And then, and that's Definitely. it. <laughs> that would be a non-traditional twist. On right. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening here? Like, that's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> No, but, um, uh, it's Jack but yeah. Ryan. He's sort of a spy, if it's the character I'm thinking of. So, uh, this one is a, I think he's a Marine and he's just in like IT or something, or Intel. He's just Intel or yes, something like yeah, that. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's military intelligence, uh, coming out of the Marine Corps. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive it's the same character. 
Uh, in Hunt for Red October, he was played by Alec Baldwin. Um, but he's there's been four Hollywood Jack Ryan movies, and I think only two of them had the same actor. Clancy wrote like six or seven books and more than enough material to run an Amazon TV show forever. I mean, it's it's pretty good. Um, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. The guy who plays Mike Michael. No, that, not Michael. Holy shit. Nonetheless, it, well, the In audience. The office. Whatever. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, it. I hate to say it, it means nothing to me, so pass. I don't watch The Office. Um, oh, God, you've but, got to watch The Office. Jim, uh, you, that's his name, Jim. You are the <laughs> 748th person to tell me I have to watch The Office. <laughs> I, You know, I said the same thing to my sister, and my sister cannot stand, what's his name? The guy, the main character, Michael. Um, she cannot stand him in anything. Um, he's just super annoying to her, so she couldn't get through it. So I told so the you guy should who watch plays the Dwight uh no not Dwight um Mike um he does the 40 year old version oh, Holy oh, fuck Carell. what is his Isn't name Steve Carell? Steve, Steve Carell yes Yeah Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she can't she can't stand him so she we couldn't she couldn't watch it but um so I told her to watch the British version because it's almost exactly the same just different you know just different actors different yeah yeah, different actors. All right. Um, Before this okay. turns into the TV, the movie and TV the, podcast. That's episode two. If you are looking for TV and movie reviews involving feet and shit, um, no. So I, I did want to take just a second to thank. Uh, you know, we've been we've been sort of negative on this podcast, um, but I did want to bring to light some positive things within our foot community, um, which is, first of all, they're accepting. Right. Everyone is just so accepting of everyone else Um, with the exception of the whole race play thing. I don't think I've ever seen as a community where we didn't accept accept something. Mm. Um, And I. Yeah, this the 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 two taboos that we try to politely disagree on, not you and I, but the community tries to be polite and it's a disagreement. Some do not understand race play as a fetish. Uh, because they just can't tolerate racism. And I can't say someone's wrong for not being able to tolerate racism. Uh, right. The other is the, uh, the animal the crush. crush. Yeah. The crush. Those yeah. will always be the two great taboos that we have to uh, find our, it's not even sides, but we just have to find our peace with. Um, right. And I'm okay with you not agreeing with, you know, anything that someone else is doing. But if it's not harming you, if it's consensual and it's not harming anybody else, I don't think it's our place to judge. We don't have to like it and we don't have to agree with it. And we don't have to follow those people. We don't have to engage with those people. We don't have to shout out those people. Um, you know, but it's, I don't think it's our place to judge anybody's fetish, considering that we're so goddamn fetishy and the vanilla world can really, you know, I mean, the the coin, you know, can flip. So I, um, yeah. but you know, back to being positive. (laughs) Right. Aside from Um, that little dispute within the community, uh, the community does come together well. Um, Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I lost my main page uh, a few weeks ago and I was kind of in a bad place just all around. Like it wasn't just the page. I don't think the page is 
that significant that it would have put me in that place. But there was other things going on in my life. And, um, and I was really sensitive to the fact that my friends didn't um, sort of reach out and like shout me out and help me sort of rebuild my page. Like I help everyone else because as soon as I see that somebody that someone that I know has lost their page, I immediately I'm like, she's lost her page. Like, Oh, you know, you guys, here she is. Don't lose her. She she's renamed to this or whatever. So when I didn't get that back, I was a little bit bitter about it. And I was really upset because, um, there are some people that I feel I'm pretty close to that didn't offer that. And my feelings were hurt, which looking back on it now, I feel like it's a little bit stupid. I don't should not let something like that hurt my feelings. Right? No, but it was just, it's kind of the, this past, well, now we can finally say this past year. Um, Corona year. Yeah. There's 2020, there's 2021, and uh, currently there is fiscal year Corona, uh, you know, February, March to February, March. Right. And we, it's been hard to recognize. It's taken a long time to recognize that we've been allowing ourselves to slide in some bad places, not because any one thing is terrible. We talk so much about, oh, we can overcome this, we can deal with that. We, we're not realizing that, you know, things are piling on our shoulders and they're small, small things, but everyone is amplified by the next and everyone is amplified by the situation we're in. And I think a lot of us have been having some, uh, didn't want to admit that we've been having some mental health issues here. Um, yeah, you you put it, you know, we had a conversation and you put it really well. And I, I forgive me because I'm going to misquote you because I can't remember exactly you know, verbatim what you said, but it was, it's, it's almost like it's so minuscule. It's such a small changes here and there and adjustments that we've had to make that it's not enough for us to have this sort of dramatic, um, like outpour of feelings. And so it just ends up being piled up. Um, you know, so, so we can't go out to the bar. We're like, okay, well, we just, you know, we'll do something else. And it's not a big deal. But at this, plus this, plus this, plus this, plus this, it, it just ends up being so much weight on our shoulders that it, it just crept up on us. We didn't even realize. So, um, you know, it's not like this one big event that I could say. Like right now I have a big event, right? I could be like, I had no electricity or water and I was freezing, right? Um, but the corona year... <laughs> you know, March to March, it's, it's been little things that are just, just picking and scratching and, you know, chipping at our mental health. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to say that uh, the majority of the people on our social media have been, especially within the foot community have been really supportive. And I saw that now going through, and I can't, I'm not trying to be dramatic, um, but going through the storm in Texas that we weren't prepared for, um, you know, I'm one of millions who was affected. And luckily, I'm in a better place than a lot of even my coworkers. You know, a lot of people had it a lot worse than I did. Um, but I was really touched by all of the um, outpour. And I don't just mean like people sent me money. I mean, just checking up on me randomly, like a person that I hadn't talked to in a couple of weeks, sending a text message and going, Hey, I heard that Texas is going through this. Are you guys okay? What can I do? You know, it was really mm -hmm. touching. It was really great. We, 
we use the the word community a lot. Um, you know, I think a lot of the the kink community likes the word and the meaning behind community, and the foot fetish community within the kink community. At least the people that we associate ourselves with that we've held on to for a long time, they understand the the word community in their community, and although we maybe don't all know each other well we're acquaintances from thousands of miles away we interact with pictures of feet and videos and occasional dms they do have we do have a strong sense of community and it shows and um yeah i think it's been showing more in this last year um that this is an outstanding community this is a group of people who brought together by an odd but common tie have almost a familial sense to them and we we love you our audience we love our friends in the community um and you know just talking about backtracking a tiny bit to you know the the collective mental health and the collective new normal trying to normalize the new normal um, one of the things that we did for ourselves was put this crazy adventure together and create the podcast. And it, it will absolutely go beyond Corona. This is not, but it was, it was the impetus to give us something new and positive, so a good little look forward to uh, a new as, little venture. Absolutely. And as we've said, it, it almost, forced us to have the the at least weekly conversation that we had been thriving on anyway um now you just get to hear it (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah i'm you know i see posts all the time you know um so and so and and i'm really anti uh go funds i i it's just a pet peeve of mine like i don't like oh gosh it's gonna sound awful but i don't like like begging for money, yeah. so to speak, right? I, I'm really anti that, but um, I really love it when the person themselves is not like asking for handouts, um, but you know, other models are saying, "Hey, like this person is going through this with their child, like yeah, support by buying a video, it you was know, a few years subscribing time. or you know, whatever." It was. It's um, I see a lot of that, like pet illnesses, pet issues, home, you know, and. Let's not kid ourselves. If I were in a, if I didn't have, you know, the $3,000 to get my heat repaired, if I didn't have, like, say, if I had to go stay in a hotel for the week and I didn't have the funds, if I didn't have the funds to buy heater and food and all of that, what would I be doing? I'd be reaching out to the community and saying, hey, I've got, you know, these videos that I need to get out. And I think that the foot community would help me sort of advertise those. And that's what I've been seeing a lot of is, you know, um, I donated to somebody's, you know, their brother had passed away, their brother has cancer, they have cancer, you know, their pets are ill. And if I'm in a good place, I will absolutely send what I can. And I didn't even have to ask. And I had my friends sending, you know, sort of pick me ups, yeah. you know, um, we so I'm for our own. We, yeah, we really I'm, do. 
I'm so grateful um, for the outpour of support within the community. So, but this is precisely why it irks me so much when someone is, who's not clearly doesn't care about the community is, you know, trying to exploit it. And that's why I had to go on my little rant. Uh, <laughs> Cause I'm fiercely loyal for you guys. You know, <laughs> I'm like, don't be taking advantage of my foot boys. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, but yeah, so this podcast has definitely um, made it so much easier to get through the year. And so. I think I've definitely heard some comments that have said that from the listeners too. Um, you know, I don't think we did this for completely selfish reasons, but there was the selfish reason of we needed something to channel some energy into that was dwindling otherwise. And, um, you know, I hope that, well, we have comments that said it, and I hope there are plenty more who aren't saying it, who this podcast has brought them something in this bleak time that we will get through. You know what someone did say um, not too long ago um, is that they appreciate that we make them feel less weird. Uh, and a- that is just, you know, the highest compliment, I think. So. <laughs> you know, there's there's a million different angles that are our potential listener um people who just you know love talking about their kinks people who are not as comfortable with their kink and we're trying everything we can't well not trying we're just so we don't believe that normalization is a is a try it's it's not an effort it's it's almost a change of mindset um we have normalized our fetish (laughs) <laughs> we haven't necessarily got to the point that we're telling our uh, librarians, bosses, and priests, but why should you? you know, well, we don't bring you know, it's a vision. lot to explain. Yeah, it's a lot to explain um, in one conversation. So, um, And uh, um, <clears throat> hopefully there's another small handful of you who stumbled on us out of pure curiosity, who aren't necessarily foot fetishists, but are interested in, um, or were interested in some topic, or who knows? You know, I'm good with having someone that doesn't have a foot fetish come on the show. Yes, definitely. Questions. We've been talking about that for a while, but Mm -hmm. the biggest problem is we exist and we promote within the foot fetish community. Um, Maybe through FetLife, we could get somebody who's in a different aspect of the fetish community. Actually, we have because we were reached out to by Dan and Dawn with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Feels like forever ago. It was probably like two months, but that's another weird thing about COVID year. COVID year has <laughs> just, been like eight minutes and eight thousand years. Yeah, um, it just all it rolls all together. There's yeah. no. So no. It's usually very... we can say, "Oh, last summer, oh, it was right before summer that we did this, or right after spring that we did this," but we don't have that. It's just one. Yeah. So, so I think that le- this fiscal year for me is going to be like before the storm, after the storm, you know, it's, it's probably going to be it for me. Um, so how yeah. we find ourselves a purely vanilla person who wants to know, it's kind of a pipe dream of the show to get that, that person that. Um, right. We, we may have to look into our personal lives. I think that's going to. That may be what we're going to have to do. So it, it could be. Um, yeah. 
streams oh. explorations, <clears throat> but we've got well always we seem to have an unending list of fantastic perspective guests. Um, we still have an unending list of topics and uh, permutations and and fun deviances based on the foot fetish. Um, and we still have our unending friendship. So, you know, even if we run out of both of those things, then it will be the movie hour with Top Toes and Eddie. <laughs> oh, those tacos with Top Toes and Eddie. <laughs> eventually. Oh, my gosh. Oh, those tacos. <laughs> and then eventually at some point, nursing home food sucks with Top Toes and Eddie. Oh, God. <laughs> what flavor jello did we get today? <laughs> oh good god um all right and so the last thing i'm going to leave you guys with is a plug um you know we've we've talked about my account being disabled and so i just have the one that was my backup and i've recently uh reinstated my fan page except that it is not being run okay. by my fan you need, you it's, need to it's mine you need to back up a bit because you are uh, only addressing <laughs> one portion one segment of our audience you're talking about instagram God, this, as yes, though it's right. the universe this is first that's I'm right gonna call this is only on an instagram your, well, this is i'm going to call you out with a with a built-in forgiveness because last week you promised that you're going to do more on your fet life um i did oh okay I was going to forgive you because then the power went out for like a week. So well, now yes. you have to forgive me that apparently I didn't go there and look and see the changes. Well, I, I did it just today. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, you're, it's, we're good. Yeah. But that's one of the first things I did is catch up on my social media. And um, my Instagram account was the one that was uh, disabled. So, I've... I, I re I used to have um, the Latina Cutie Toast fan page, um, which I disabled some months, some weeks ago, um, and I've I've reinstated that, and it's not being run by my um, really great fan anymore. It's my it's my it's now my backup page, um, and and most I think importantly is I'm trying to stay away from the. Uh, foot model, which I hate that term. I don't like to call myself a model, but um, I'm, I'm I'm trying to stay away from the foot model side of things. So if you are listening to this podcast, I'm hoping and assuming that you're a fan and I've started um, a podcast page. Um, it is mine. It's not going to be Top Toes responding. He responds on the Fet Life page. And um, mine is any underscore podcaster um and that's where i'm going to be updating um anything to do with the podcast and i will post uh, some bits from our previous episodes so that you can um you know have a listen there in case you've missed we might any. Have just answered a question because since that is not as you put it the foot model page it's not it's a little less uh a little less kink and a little more identity as a podcaster, that might be a place where your average vanilla Joe uh, might be just looking up podcasts and stumble on you. Mm-hmm. That might be the place where yes. you find vanilla Joe who goes, oh, well, I was looking to podcasts and I found this cute little podcaster. 
And now I'm curious as to what the heck this whole scene is about. So, well, we'll have to find a way to creatively make that happen, but it, it's a good scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll, we'll, we'll be able to, I'm sure. So by the time this um, episode airs, the new page will be on the, uh, the podcast page uh, linked and on uh, Annie's main links page. Um, yeah. Follow us on uh, FetLife and I'm on Reddit and of course, Instagram. You're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and uh, listen to us wherever and, podcasts are sold. And eventually YouTube. Eventually. Mm-hmm. With the possible foot cam. <laughs> no, we'll have to come up. We'll see. No, it'll be the, um, it definitely have to be called the toe cam or toes cam with a little trademark um, for the Oh Those Toes podcast with the trademarks toes cam. Yes, definitely. Something like yeah. that. We'll forget that we uh, said that you and know. call it something else. <laughs> uh, okay. And with that, we thank you so much for listening. It's uh, been fun as always. Uh, we love to hear from you and we hope that we really expressed how much we really love our community. And that means you guys and girls and theys and all the sexy humans. <laughs> and if by chance you have been spending the time masturbating to our voices, you're welcome. Very welcome.